0: With under 200,000 kilometres. Subtly over the top. <laughs> now, if you're trying to sell a car, making your ad stand out can be one of the hardest things to do. So, why not do what the professionals do and copy the look and feel of those big budget car commercials? Well, our next guest has done just that. One except-
1: it started as this sentence on a piece of paper. Like, what if we could give everyone a car commercial?
2: Lots of ideas look great on paper. But most never see the light of day. So how did a scrawl on a bar napkin turn into a trillion car ads? In today's episode, we're taking a slightly different tack, looking at the work behind the work, and discovering what it takes to make a big idea come alive and thrive. From Facebook, this is a special episode of Face to Face, unearthing ideas that thrive in a connected world. I'm Jules Lund, and let's buckle up. We're going on a tour through ideas country.
3: One of the biggest things that we had seen at CHEP was obviously lots and lots of smart people and lots and lots of potential. That's
2: Sam Dixon, creative director at Melbourne Ad Agency, CHE Proximity, or CHEP, to the locals. Together, he and Cameron Bell, who you'll hear in a minute, are a two-headed ideas machine.
3: What we were always looking for was really interesting opportunities with the clients that we had.
2: Car Sales is one of Chep's clients. As the name suggests, it's a website dedicated to, well, selling cars. In fact, it's number one in Australia. But Sam and Cam had an idea to transform it, a way to help car sales listings become exciting, shareable entertainment.
3: We'd been working on car sales for a little while in drips and drabs at the agency. We hadn't actually been there that long, but we hadn't really done anything much beyond, like, some banners and some EDMs and stuff like that. But we had met with their marketing team who were really cool and really smart, and they seemed like they wanted to do... Way more than that, and in one of the many nights that Cam and I have spent sitting in a bar together talking shit, we came up with pretty much it was, a, it was like one it's one sentence, it, and it's actually what the whole thing's based on. It's like, what if you could make a car ad for literally every car on carsales.com.au? As soon as there's a good idea in the agency, it's, it's all hands on deck. So that's kind of how I guess auto ad started was just to literally a sentence on a bit of paper and then everyone getting around it and going, OK, we've got to find out, A, a way to do this and, B, how quick can we show it to the client?
2: Sam and Cam's boss saw the potential for that scribbled line to become much more. He challenged them to flesh out the idea and take it to the client.
1: I'm Cameron Bell and I'm a creative director at CHA Proximity. So we realised there was a chance to do something new for them that sort of smacked of personality. That and the fact that because they were a utility, they hadn't sort of grown up with social either. So they expected a lot to be happening within their site, whereas in actuality, people would post their listing on Facebook. So you'd complete a listing and then you'd chuck it up on Facebook and you'd go, Here's my, and this is where I'm going to really sort of show my true colours. Here's my red car. Um, What do you mean you don't (laughs) know everything about cars? Um, uh, Please like, buy, whatever, share with friends. And it wasn't getting any traction. And when it felt like such an
3: avenue for people to be able to share their listings was on Facebook, you go, how do you make it worth doing?
2: This was the moment, their irresistible idea. Sam and Cam had looked at the way their friends sold their second-hand cars and identified a problem and a massive opportunity.
1: I don't know if we necessarily saw how big it was going to be and finally we got our shit together, presented it back, and that's when we realised how big it
2: was. So here's the idea. You head to carsales.com.au to advertise your car and you punch in all the usual stats about the make and the model and the colour, how many Ks are on the clock, you upload your photos. So, for instance, I might put in my 98 Vatara and then all of a sudden, bang, pops up with these five videos and they're all different themes with an actor. You've got city.
0: When you turn corners, turn heads as well.
2: Adventure.
0: Find your path, then lose yourself.
2: Family. Family.
0: Settle down back there. <laughs> Luxury. A tour de force de auto.
2: Or my favourite, tough. You gotta
0: do what you gotta do. With Julian's secondhand van. Second-hand SUV. With Julian's second-hand With sedan. With Julian's second-hand. Second-hand. How dare you.
2: Then you just watch the offers roll in. They call it auto ads. Get it? car ads the users create, and it turned out to be one of the most complex campaigns ever created. It's not just the creative, there's the whole customer experience element, a huge tech build,
0: unimaginably, imaginatively designed,
2: thousands of lines of code, just as many of scripted dialogue,
0: you know the funny thing about
2: life, is that it should be lived, and actor sets writing jokes, a boot full of boogie boards and a bunch of are we there yet? How do you make that happen? Here's Sam.
3: And I think it's one of the biggest things about, I guess, the creative process and the like the way an agency functions and what a creative team should be good at now is collaboration. We solve the advertising problem for sure, but I think it takes a room full of people to actually make a thing like auto ads happen to get it to the point where it actually got to is you have to really know how all of the other departments in your agency functions and how they can help you and how they can be brought in at the earliest possible stage. Like, I think there was barely a department that
2: this didn't touch. So there was this wealth of incredible expertise at CHIP, but the real trick, as Sam and Cam discovered, is to harness it. It's
1: not good enough to not know what everyone does in your agency. You don't have to know how they do it or why they do it or any of that, but you, you need to know what people, where people can step in and help you. I think like w- something that Sam and I have like very much trained ourselves to do is when we get a brief to walk around and go, what do you think of this? What do you think of this? And you'll be really surprised who can help with stuff that you can't see.
3: We had a head of tech who went, oh, because we were, we were going to use an off-the-shelf product, I think, to do the variable video. And he went, oh, we'll just build something. Yeah. And you go, Oh all right that's amazing or you go speak to the TV producer who's never done anything like this before oh my god but like you know and and who we we all cried together multiple times to to you know to bring it to life but who who tirelessly found a way to crunch you know what was not a massive budget to make this thing happen brought on a comedic first director rather than a really technically savvy the producer saw the opportunity and was like that's more important to go work with someone who's going to make this funny first. You totally protect the idea. That's still your job. But I think that it's it's got a really different definition. I think you just need to stop thinking you're the, the smartest guy in the room for every single question.
0: Get used to getting noticed. Head out for a macaron. <laughs> Gluten-free, obviously. When you turn corners, turn heads as well.
1: We never stopped thinking about how we could keep developing the idea and move into, let's say, casting and then, you know, idea's done. We kept it really fluid. We pulled it as an undercurrent through everything. We wanted to make sure that we were always bettering where we were at with the idea, which means we went, as Sam pointed out, from sort of four scenes that changed to every single scene, tracks, imagery, everything could change so every joke had to be the same length. Every setup had to be the same length and there was there was no variation in the time either.
3: Well you couldn't. There was a computer editing it. That was the thing. We had built this platform which was going to automatically generate five bespoke car ads based on your listing. There was going to be no human involved. We had to basically go all of the this the comic timing of this gag is two point three seconds. Oh <laughs> and makes so all of the other five gags underneath it.
0: Take in the mountain air, all the sea breeze. Either way, you're breathing. To get this
3: done, we enlisted pretty much every copywriter in the building to just come in and sit in a room with us. And it was like doing like I don't know like Saturday Night Live or something. We would just go write a hundred funny one-liners for a luxury car ad just anything that you think is like that's and that's how we it would end up and go okay can you do it in 2.3 seconds and you'd sit there and you'd sit there with the stopwatch and go yes
0: make a lasting impression that lasts there's no rules because they've changed subtly over the top Oh. Dear and then
3: you'd have to go to the client and the client would have to be okay with the jokes and they would filter out all the ones that might be a little bit too spicy and might have got thought out a little later on in the evening
0: it purrs like a lion and roars like a lion
3: that was the challenge was you'd have to be funny but a robot would then have to take your joke and put it together and then and then
1: output it into a film which was just like such a mental thing to try and wrap such your head a, around like, symbiotic thing though because it's like We were dealing with such a strict way of working. The reason, though, we were working in such a strict way is because if we didn't, it wouldn't feel clean and crafted and nothing would land. So I learned discipline (laughs) as a copywriter in that process.
2: So to represent every kind of seller, you need five different characters. Five sets of customisable ads, five sets of a hundred funny lines, which equals thousands of clips.
0: Imaginatively designed in 2010. In the 1950s. In 1973. In 1996. Aaron's. Alison's. Henry's. Stephanie's. Zoe's. Secondhand cab shaz, hatch. Ute. Secondhand Spaceship.
2: All up, enough combinations to make a trillion different user-generated, slick, shareable, funny car commercials. Easy, and one actor copped it all.
3: The actor would have to change voice so much, he would have a phrase that would get him into each character.
0: It's a hard character to get into, actually. This is a weird one. Okay. <laughs>
3: and I remember he had to switch between tough and adventure.
0: Exploring other places that I've never been before. Like, he he
3: wrote all these kind of, like, cheesy one-liners about, like,
0: it's adventure calling. Will you answer? But my friends didn't let me. But now I'm alone. I can explore what I want. Yeah, okay. There it is.
2: Getting such a huge project across the line took a mammoth effort from each person in the team, both at CHEP and at car sales. Every specialised skill was critical, they played to their strengths and they brought their own ideas to the table. And they checked their egos at the
3: door. It's why collaboration is so much more exciting because, yeah, you people will come to you from other departments with a sort of like a you know the blinkers on for maybe a subtlety in the insight or like the way you want to treat the idea and you can hold on to that and you can go like, oh, no, it still needs to be... Funny, But if they go, oh, it should autoplay, you go, yeah, absolutely it should. That's the thing is you go, you're not going to know everything all of the time. So taking your ego out of it for that moment is a really good and powerful thing
1: to do. You need everyone to rally behind the flag. I think when people have doubts about stuff and it's done begrudgingly, you're really setting yourself back. Just don't be a hero. like yeah. I think that we all need to listen more to each other, glean what we can from each other to create the best work we can.
2: Sam and Cam told their story at The Work Behind The Work, an event put on by AWARD, which is a non-profit aiming to set standards of creative excellence and is a part of the Communications Council.
1: I'm Sam. And, and I'm Cam. Cam. Uh,
2: <laughs> this we... is
1: like a magic act. Like that, I... <laughs> Well, this you... answer is like my dream. <laughs> I want to ask for like
2: six participants from the audience. Alongside other creative leaders from the industry, they describe what it's like to let a monster idea like auto ads thrive.
3: We've started our presentation with this the dumbest, smartest, biggest, hardest thing we've ever done. And that's about as good as we can put it without just calling it auto
1: ads. And Um, annoyingly, like, we didn't know it was going to be the dumbest, smartest, biggest thing either. We started by going, wouldn't it be cool if... And then it turned into a trauma.
2: (laughs) 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 What makes Auto Ads amazing is that it was totally proactive. So when it came to selling it in, they had to convince car sales to believe in it the way they did. And that involves some acting. It might be actually
3: worth performing the script because... Sure that's what we had to do to sell the idea in. And I remember we had to do it multiple times. So this is the uh, luxury car commercial that we presented all those years ago.
1: We open on an endless silvery grey space in the style of a minimal futuristic luxury car ad. Image of the SUV, a breath of breathtaking freedom. Luxury. Aesthetically (laughs) athletic past history. Own this metal chariot of champions today. Bless this client because
3: after seeing five scripts of a very similar calibre, a shoddy user journey and a screenshot from Facebook, they bought it.
2: In fact, car sales loved it. They're obviously
1: a tech company. So... We ended up really, like, integrating a team into their team to make it happen. We worked really closely with them day in, day out, but the trust they had in, in an idea that we didn't know would work or not was incredible. Because they gave us their
3: entire marketing budget for the rest of that year. They heard it and they went, you can have it all if you can pull it off.
2: Wow. Wow. That kind of commitment from a client can be a double-edged sword. It's amazing support for an idea, but it's also a ton of pressure. And the reality is the execution of an idea like this takes months of planning and creating and building. And it doesn't always go exactly as you'd hoped, as Sam and Cam revealed.
3: You think something's awesome one day and then you will literally come in the next day and be like, I hate it. I hate it. I can't even look at it. And the only way to, to, I guess, cure that is to to go work on it. And it's, it's a thing
1: that we now apply to pretty much everything we do. You can't just come up with an idea and be like, as creatives, we're done. Like, I've written my line of copy. I've done my bit of art direction. That's me done. That's lazy. Because every time really someone cool. goes,
3: but could it be better? You it should drag be, yes. your ass out of the chair, because you're like, ah, oh,
1: mm. yes, all <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, <laughs> 20 more lines. <laughs>
3: There are always things that you wish you could have done, for sure. You get to the end of the process and you have to love the thing you made for all of the things you couldn't do and all of the things you could. But, yeah, 100%, at every stage of the process, there's always a little bit left on the table that you you wish you could grab.
2: So it turns out that that irresistible idea can be a big responsibility. For Cam, it's important to make it a group effort, to create a balanced load. The best work should
1: be solving a problem for a client. That's the reason Car Sales bought a proactive idea, is because we were genuinely solving a problem.
2: Support from inside the agency can make all the difference. You
3: can take ideas to your creative director all damn day, but it takes someone to go like, that is mental and we have to show somebody that.
1: We never knew that this was going to work. We very much relied on... Our belief that the people around us could help make it happen. So it was this constant hypothesis that we were testing. Um, and I also think it was a bit of just like lemming's running towards the like hill like we at no point did anyone have a 100 percent grasp on what we were doing.
0: Doing this and that, just doing doing.
1: Look forward to arriving.
0: Fashionably late, unimaginably. Imaginatively designed.
1: Take in the mountain air. All the sea breeze. Doing Sounds so understated and stupid, but the fact that we started with this one line on a piece of paper, let's give everyone a car commercial, and then we actually made it happen, I think we're in a space where you can do anything, like really anything. We can write down our wildest dreams that will absolutely solve a business problem for a client and then we can find a way to make that happen.
2: Big thanks to Sam Dixon and Cameron Bell, creative directors at CHE Proximity. Thanks also to the Communications Council and Award for their support in putting on the event. Make sure you don't miss more of marketing's most insightful minds. Take a listen to our past episodes. I'm Jules Lund and this is Face to Face from Facebook.